What is happening, Chicago Bears fans? This is T-Formation Conversation. I'm Lester Wiltfong, and Chicago Bears lost again a couple weeks back on Monday Night Football. So I'm good with it. Justin Fields has been balling, so I can't complain. It's kind of funny. The Espination reacts. We post results each week at WindyCityGround.com. You know, the reacts voters are all feeling confident about the Chicago Bears. Three straight weeks, our confidence in the team has gone up, and that has everything to do with Justin Fields and nothing to do with the four consecutive losses. So so anyway, the Bears are coming off a bye week. They're playing the Baltimore Ravens at home. Big game. You know, the Bears are 3-6, and six, Baltimore 6-3. Six and three. On paper, you know, it's not really much to, to get excited about if you look at the records, but there's some reason why CBS – is sending their number one crew of Jim Nance and Tony Romo to Chicago for this week's game. And I know it has something to do with with Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Ravens, but I guess it has something to do with rookie sensation Justin Fields for the Bears as well. So I'm sure you're going to hear a lot of hype you know, during the game. Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson. So hopefully the game lives up to some of that. It should be fun. I mean, the Bears offense... It's still the Bears' offense. You know, we're still talking some problems there, but but it's looked better. The last two games have looked a little better. Uh, Justin Fields has done some stuff with his legs, with his arm. You know, he's starting to come into his own a little bit. So who knows? Maybe the Bears will shock the world and uh, and get a win here. Last I saw the line, I think the Baltimore was uh, was favored to win by six. So once again, the Bears are a home underdog, and they haven't fared very well in that role this year. So so we'll see what happens. Noon, Soldier Field Sunday. Uh, but let's get into the injury report. But before I get into the actual game day report uh, after Friday's practices, I got to go over the roster moves the Bears made because they put two players in injured reserve. Inside linebacker Danny Trevathan is an IR. Uh, this is his second IR stint this season, and uh, league rules now dictate that he is out for the season. You can only come off of uh, injured reserve once as being designated to return. Trevathan started the year on IR. I think he missed the first four or five games. Came back, played a few, got hurt in Pittsburgh, back on IR. So now he can't come off. He's out for the year. And the Bears aren't going to miss him. You know, they've got Alec Ogletree that they have plugged in that spot all year next to Roquan Smith. So, you know, this this could be the last we see of Danny Trevathan in a Bears uniform. That was kind of an odd signing a couple years ago when they – when they gave him a three-year deal and they let Nick Kwiatkowski walk, he went, of course, to the Raiders. Just another uh, one of the, the glaring examples of, of GM Ryan Pace uh, making, a, making a, a poor decision with his with his salary cap. It's not that Trevathan wasn't a, uh, a decent player uh, to bring back. I just thought they gave him a little too much money at the time and, of course, void years on top of that. You know, I just think uh, they kind of valued leadership a little more than probably should have in this case. Obviously, we're talking hindsight. Um... But even with, with Nick Kwiatkowski, he's been banged up for the Raiders a little bit. But you know, here we are now. Danny Trevathan now is is again going to miss a lot of games this year, um, and he may be done. You know, I'm sure there's a bit of an out in his contract. I'm not sure the actual numbers. I would not be surprised to see Danny Trevathan uh, hit the bricks after the season. The other big IR news, of course, is Khalil Mack. And if you guys are just listening to the podcast channel earlier. We just had barely a podcast, which was which is our which is our brand new breaking news podcast that jumps into the, the channel here every now and again. Uh, today we had Jeff Burkus and Robert Schmitz jump on, talk a bit about the Cleo Mac news. 
devastating injury for the Bears. Uh, he got hurt. Uh, I think it was in the Browns game originally. He kind of fought through it, tried to play on it. They shut him down, decided to, to have no injured reserve a few weeks back. They wanted to see if some rest and rehab can get him better here. Didn't work, obviously. Uh, so they're going to shut him down completely probably for the for the years and to get foot surgery. I can't see him coming back. So he is gone for the year. So taking their place in the roster, the Bears assigned uh, Cassius Marsh off their practice squad. We all know Cassius Marsh. He's the guy that had a sack and mon on Monday Night Football against the Steelers. Had that nice spinning round kick. And then, of course, he had the uh, the taunting penalty for for walking near the, the Steelers' sideline. Now, let's rephrase that walking towards the Steelers' sideline some 30 yards away, looking at them menacingly, and he got the taunting flag. So so Marsh is back on the main roster. He'll be playing this week as a backup outside linebacker. I'm sure he's learned his taunting lesson. Uh, so we'll see what happens with, with him. And to take Marsh's spot on the practice squad, uh, was it was reported earlier this week that the Bears were going to sign Bruce Irvin, another outside linebacker. And today on Friday it was revealed that they were signing him to the practice squad. So Bruce Irvin, uh, veteran, 34 years old. Uh, he missed almost all of last season on inj injured reserve. Uh, he, he's apparently healthy now, uh, looking to get back at it. So I'm sure he'll probably spend some time on practice squad, uh, get up to speed in the Bears defense, work on his conditioning. And then at some point, I imagine we're going to see him active. Um, I mean, if he's healthy and if he's good, he does provide a little bit of juice off the edge. We'll see what happens. I mean, the Bears obviously value some some veterans at that spot because there are some younger guys they could have uh, they could have just just worked with, but they wanted to go to veteran Irvin to get him on the roster. See what happens here. And for the other roster move, I'm guessing it's going to be Deion Bush safety. Uh, head coach Matt Nagy alluded to it at his press conference on Friday that he's there's a good chance he will be activated. He is he of course is still on injured reserve, but the Bears opened up his three week window along with rookie right tackle, rookie left tackle now, both tackle spots, I guess. Uh, Tevin Jenkins was also uh, on the three-week window. Him and Bush are both practicing. Jenkins, of course, is coming off the surgery, the back surgery. He's probably a few weeks away. It's probably going to take the full three weeks to evaluate him. Uh, but Bush got hurt with a quad injury. If he looked good in practice, and all indications are he did, he'll probably take that 53rd roster spot, and he'll be active for the game on Sunday. But now let's dive into the actual... Friday practice injury report, and the Bears do already have one player ruled out, defensive lineman, Akeem Hicks, still out with that ankle injury. Uh, it's tough. I mean, the Bears need him. I mean, he's obviously a big presence in the middle of that Bears defense. Um, we've talked about him all the time on the show. Uh, I am a big fan of Akeem Hicks, what he brings to the team. Unfortunately, all these injuries uh, this season, uh, he's, he's, he's trending towards not being re-signed. I know he's talked about wanting to finish his career in Chicago. But at this point, with his age, he's over 30 now, uh, some of these nagging injuries, I'm guessing he's going to find a little better deal on the open market. And he's not going to get big money at this point in his career, but if he has a strong finish to the season, I can see a contender wanting to bring him in to kind of play in a reserve role on their D-line. If it was me, I'm telling you, I know it's it's the wrong move, but I'm just such a big fan of Akeem Hicks. I would figure out a way to make it work in Chicago. Obviously, the money's got to be right. I'm not talking about a, a Jimmy Graham-type $10 million a year kind of deal for a guy at his age. But if it's a fair deal for Hicks, fair deal for the Bears, I would love to see him uh, come back uh, for one more year in Chicago. But but if, if I'm Hicks, oh, man, you know, you got to chase that ring at this point in his career. So we'll see what happens with Hicks moving on. But but he is out for the game. He will not play. Um, and, and the one good news for the Bears, though, is Eddie Goldman, 
against the Steelers, he was starting to look like the Eddie Goldman of old. Um, I know when he first came off off of off of the uh, back from his injury, uh, he he was struggling a bit, getting pushed around a little bit. He wasn't making the same kind of impact that we've seen him make in years past. Uh, but Eddie Goldman against the Steelers starting to look a little better, so maybe he's getting himself back where he needs to be, uh, providing that stout run defense and see if he can anchor the middle of the Bears' defense. But Hicks is the only guy they have ruled out right now. Uh, wide receiver Allen Robinson, uh, he has a hamstring injury that he hurt in that Steeler game. He did not practice the entire week. He is listed as doubtful, and, and I don't see a point in him dressing. I mean, at this point in, in, the, in the season, yes, he's, he's one of their top receivers. It'd be nice to have him out there. Hamstrings are tricky. You know, you, you, if he's not ready to go, keep him on the bench. Uh, Matt Nagy alluded to uh, Isaiah Coulter. And Ronnie Adams at his presser today is two guys they could activate if need be. So my guess is A-Rob is going to be one of the Bears' inactive players on Sunday. Um, and they're going to bring up uh, either Coulter or Adams on Saturday. I remember you're allowed to bring up two practice squad players each week to give yourself a 55-man roster for game day. So I wouldn't even be surprised to see if Al Robinson is downgraded to out on Saturday. And if the Bears do make any changes to their injury report or any roster moves, of course, we're going to cover it at Windy City Gridiron. Uh, so make sure you check out the site for that. And the Bears have two players listed as questionable. And both, uh, I'm guessing, are going to play. Both limited participants on Friday's practice. Uh, safety Eddie Jackson is questionable with a hamstring injury. He missed the Steeler game. He missed practice on Wednesday. He was limited on Thursday and Friday. So he's trending towards playing. I'm sure he'll give it a go on Saturday at the walkthrough. And if it feels good... I'm sure he'll be a game-time decision and one more te final test out on Sunday. And if he's good to go, the Bears can use him back there. Because I know he doesn't have the stats. He doesn't have the big splash plays that he that, that Bears fans have come used to seeing him from a couple years back when he was an All-Pro. But we're still talking about a guy that is that excels in coverage, that he makes a difference when he's in the back end. So the Bears need Eddie Jackson back, especially with Mac out. You know, they need as many good football players as they can on that defensive side of things. And Eddie Jackson is a pretty good football player. Also questionable, uh, limited in practice on Friday is Elijah Wilkinson, backup tackle. He's not really a game changer, to be honest with you. So, you know, if, if he doesn't get to go, so be it. Um, more reps for maybe Alex Bars if he has to get in the game as a backup. Um, but but right now at tackle, the Bears are pretty, pretty comfortable. Uh, Jason Peters, left tackle. Larry Borm, rookie right tackle. So Elijah Wilkinson, he's the swing tackle guy. If he could play, it'd be nice. If not, look for them to activate one of the uh, old linemen off the practice squad. Well, they may, may even activate a guy anyway, like a, a guy like Dieter Iceland. Uh, he may come up. I know he's had a few spots on the uh, on the team already this year, so that could happen again. Before I jump over to the Ravens, and they have a, a lengthy injury report this week, I want to remind you guys to check out the podcast. Make sure you all subscribe to the channel. Like I said, we had uh, barely a podcast jump off earlier today, this afternoon. Robert Schmitz, Jeff Burke is talking about the uh, Cleo Mack deal. Quick 10, 15-minute podcast. Jump in, jump out, check it out. Um, before that, this morning, Jeff, in, in, his, in his usual podcast spot uh, with EJ Schneider, they jumped in and did Bears Over Beers. They had a great guest this week, Lindsay O.K. She covers the Ravens, uh, covers the NFL. Check that podcast out. They did a great job on that. And, of course, Bears banter this week was Bill Zimmerman. He had Patrick Manley on. He is a, a, a huge fan favorite um, on the WCG message boards uh, over the years. So 
that was kind of cool to hear him kind of doing his thing and, and telling some really good stories there as well. So let's go over the Ravens. Three players listed as out. Uh, backup wideout, Miles Boykin. He's out. Uh, backup outside linebacker, Pernell McPhee. Yes, the same former Chicago Bear. He was a former Raven before that. He's back in Baltimore now. But McPhee will be out. And then uh, defensive tackle, Brandon Williams. He is also out. Uh, of those three, Williams is a starter. So they'll miss his big presence on the defensive line. And they've got an entire roster worth of questionable Ravens. Uh, so we'll run down that list. Uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, uh, he's limited with a thigh injury. Uh, he didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday. He did get a little bit of run on Friday, uh, but right now he's questionable. Uh, Patrick McCary, backup lineman, questionable guard center. He's practiced all week in some fashion, so I'm guessing he'll play. Latavius Murray, running back, questionable with an ankle. Again, he practiced all week. He's probably going to go. Uh, the Ravens this week just did cut Le'Veon Bell. Uh, so the fact that they let one of their veteran tailbacks go probably is a good indication that they think Murray is ready to come back and, uh, and participate for the Raven offense there. Cornerback Jimmy Smith, he's been nursing a hip injury. Uh, he missed practice Wednesday. He did go for them on Thursday, Friday. He's also questionable. Uh, Tavon Young, another cornerback, also questionable, also limited on Thursday, Friday. Another corner, Anthony Averett. I believe he got dinged up a little bit on Thursday. So he actually skipped Friday. Uh, he was fine earlier in the week. They have a few guys like this on, on, the, on the injury report this week. The next four guys have all, are all questionable. And they are all guys that got dinged up in practice. So I already mentioned Anthony Averett, uh, questionable with a thigh. Wide out, Devin Duvernay, questionable with a knee. Tackle, Cedric Ogubui, questionable with a thigh. And inside linebacker, Christian, Christian Welch, questionable with a foot injury. They are all, did not practice. Uh, except for Devin Duvernay, he, he did have a chance to go a little bit on, on Friday's practice. He is, of course, is a, a second-year wideout. He does some returning for them as well. So they're banged up at receiver spot. The big news, of course, for the Ravens is Lamar Jackson, who was sick earlier in the week, uh, non-COVID-related illness. Uh, he said it's just a cold, uh, some, some seasonal thing. He's fine. He's good to go. He will be out there doing a thing against the Bears. And depending on your, your side of things, I know some Bears fans want to see him play. Some Bears fans hoping he was going to miss the game. I want to see him play. I want to see what he can do. I'm a big fan of Lamar Jackson, so we'll see what happens once he gets out there on Soldier Field. The uh, the, the, the nearly frozen tundra has been in the 30s uh, the last week here in, in the Chicagoland area, so if Soldier Field is like it usually is this time of year, it might be a sloppy game. That is it. That is a wrap. This has been T-Formation Conversation. Again, subscribe to the podcast. Give me a follow on Twitter at WiltFongJR. You can follow the uh, Windy City Gridiron team collectively on the Twitter at WC Gridiron. So until next time, bear down, my friends.